Welcome to Handle Your Scandal Podcast. This episode is going to be a little bit different. We are going to be doing a review on Malcolm and Marie movie played by John David Washington and Zendaya. So, I know a lot of people have been waiting on this movie to come out on Netflix. If you haven't seen it already, go see it or go watch it. Um, Some people say they stopped it right after the first couple of spats. The first couple of (laughs) disagreements, the bickering is what made them stop watching it. I have some some questions, some thoughts, some opinions. Um, What do you think, Shay? So, I mean... Let me just say this. It's not my type of movie, number one. And mm. I... I, So, with that being said, I had to put that to the side. Like, the scenery, the whole way they shot the movie, the fact... I mean... uh, They just in the house the whole time. Like, all of that is a no for me. I watched it anyways. Like, both of them were just disrespectful. (laughs) Like... Uh, just, well, <laughs> I wanted to call him disrespectful, but then he she come right behind him. I mean, like, oh. and I just felt like it was just. I mean, okay, so let's just talk about the setup of the movie because it's not for one, it's not your typical movie, and I, I kind of, I get it, I get where in a pandemic. So I kind of understand why it was just the two people, but then we also have to look at what the director was going for. And you know what? Starting with the director, first of all, his name, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> um, Sam Levinson. Um, and if you don't know who he is, he directed with Zendaya as well, uh, Euphoria, which is on HBO Max, which I love that. I love that show too. It's, it's a pretty, you, it's good. You might want to watch it, Chase. I haven't finished watching it, but it's a series. It's it's a good show. What would make you say that? Well, what would make him write a movie or monologues between a man, a black man and a black but woman? There's a lot of white producers out there though. True enough. And there's a lot of them that don't make nothing but movies. True enough, but but just like in this particular movie, where did he get that perspective from? I don't know his background. I never researched it, so maybe I should do my due diligence and go research it. However, just like in the movie, she was basically saying, well, without me, you wouldn't even have a story to write. I just want to know, like, so what you saying? You want to know if he writing from real life experience or who what? he know? Who... Yes, I do. He want to be black. Did he grow up around black people? Like, I mean, I'm not saying that. But this could be basic relationship problems, though. He just chose true black and, people. Oh, right. True enough. However, in the midst of this entire movie, Malcolm speaks on a previous movie he quote-unquote wrote right that an la times uh reporter did a review on but it was really did it really have to do with sam levinson's review that he had in 2018 what i'm saying is 
why use black people? I just want to know, like how I just want to know how his mind was yeah. working at this time. That's just me. You have to do your little research. <laughs> I, I just want to know, like, you. Man, look, we interesting black people. Everybody want to tell our story for some reason. I mean. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. No, it's not. I'm not saying it is. It's not a negative thing. But I don't know. Malcolm was ranting about a review that happened to him a couple years, quote unquote, prior. Same thing with Levinson. I just, I don't know. I just think did he was he referring to himself within the movie one based off of the review. And he applied it to Malcolm, the character. And then, two, it makes me think, like, was he in a relationship like that? Or where did he get the storyline from? Or did he live that? I, I don't know. Or did he was he dating somebody that lived that? Minimal research on the internet. I just wanted to know certain answers to my questions. But going forward, yes. They did, they did start off crazy. I mean, the whole thing was crazy. (laughs) Then it ended crazy. I'm like, is she, I'm thinking she finally left because she kept saying that he was so comfortable that he just knew she was never going to leave. He was always going to wake up and she was going to be there. And then he woke up and she wasn't there. And I'm like, okay, sis. Nah, she out there. I don't know. Maybe it's not until you're about to lose somebody that then that's when you want to pay attention like that's when you want to appreciate them exactly that's when you want to acknowledge them exactly i get the point but i still don't get the ending of the, the movie I, I don't know i think i need to watch it again to <clears throat> really grasp the ending but at the end of the day i just look at it as i think they're both I think they both cuckoo. <laughs> like, they both. Yeah, because but, she was an addict. And then she relapsed. I mean, uh, she old, she OD. And I guess he okay. took her in. <laughs> I think. So they both come from some, some, some backgrounds. I think for me, it's a 50-50. Like, people are looking... People who watch the entire movie from beginning to end are looking at whose side they're going to take, right? Because that's how I interpret it. I'm like, okay, I'm going for Marie. All right, I'm amped up. I'm like, shoot, he's freaking abusive, verbally abusive, manipulative, gaslighting, like all these negative connotations. I'm like, okay, Marie, I'm I'm rooting for you. I can I can resonate with her because of a previous relationship like I went through all those things however then he comes back and he's like oh was I not there for you when you was on drugs and and when you was 20 and you relapsed I went to those meetings with you and then you went missing for a day and had sex with another dude and I'm like Marie and cheated because Went on you, at least she ain't cheat on me. I'm like, God damn. And I'm oh. like, Marie, what happened? I, I, I'm not saying that doing drugs and all that is okay. However, he he been that man and stood by you by you through that entire experience of your life. Um, 
And then you go cheat on the man. And <laughs> I'm not justifying what she did, but it, you know, it could have been the drugs or whatever the case may be. But I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm trying to, I said, Marie, I can't even back, I'm back in the middle because I can't even take up for you because you, you stepped out on the one person that actually showed. Now, on the flip side, I get where she's coming from because as a woman, myself speaking from experience and then from a women's standpoint, we're always there for our, our man, our significant other. Um, whether it's making dinner, washing clothes, or just doing household duties, rubbing their feet, rubbing their head, whatever the case is, like a simple acknowledgement of appreciation, gratitude, or thank you would be so nice sometimes. Because we don't get that, especially as black women, we don't get that a lot. And men could say the same thing to us. Think she felt neglected, like like you used me, basically. You used me and my story, and then you quote unquote forgot to thank for, to thank me in your speech that you think everybody else, including Taylor, asked. <laughs> Where'd you get the storyline from? But you 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 didn't forget to thank it's Taylor. It's mine. Yeah, I. Okay. She should have slipped and forgot to make the macaroni and cheese. This is what she should have forgot. No, like she said, <laughs> you ate that macaroni, okay? While you over here treating me like trash and still eating the macaroni, I could. Listen, that, man, listen. They'll eat your food real quick. And forget to thank you. <laughs> but what kills me is the same things out of anger. That's what kills me. What you mean? Like, when he was just really trying to hurt her feelings. Like, especially when she was in the tub. Like, okay, yeah, that was kinky, you know, kinky. And I'm like, and I forgot the other woman's name that he named, but, oh, she she done had a daughter, and she sent me um, um, pictures of her daughter via DM or Instagram, and I just give her heart emojis because I don't know how to respond. And she said she wish she would have married me, but I'm here with you. Like, just the hurtful things or just things that belittled both of them on both ends because they did say things that belittled each other um a lot of people will probably say oh it's a toxic relationship she should leave but okay what about him he could easily have left as well even after the cheating it you know what i mean toxic relationship. i just think they don't need to be together it's toxic it's not that but I maybe her side over his side and vice versa but, but maybe if that's from what I saw from start to finish, if that's y'all relationship behind closed doors, I'm straight on it. I'm on it. I think speaking of behind closed doors, I think with this particular movie, with the pandemic that's going on, I think not saying a lot of relationships are toxic in this manner, but I think a lot of realities are setting in in marriages, relationships, friendships, a lot of things are starting to come out that they didn't recognize before. Because you have time to sit down and think now and time to recognize and pinpoint what this person is doing wrong, what you said wrong to me. So I think this movie symbolizes exactly what is going on behind closed doors in a lot of people's relationships. I feel like he used her because he don't have a real hard life story to really like Right from him, like he need to do some self work. 
I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> he had issues. He used her for whatever the reason was. I think they he, used each other. Yeah, they got issues. It um, made me to start dealing with it. Like, the soon people start dealing with their own issues, they can then better be able to deal with other people. And... For those of you who did not watch it and decided, okay, well, it's boring and all they're doing is bickering and it's negative and it's toxic and blah, blah, whatever it is. I think you should watch it because you'll probably see a little bit of yourself in Malcolm or Marie or just things that you can probably acknowledge and want to fix in your relationship before it gets to this point. That's what I gathered from this movie. I gather that they need to do some <laughs> self-work. That's what I gather. <laughs> oh. Both of them need to do some self-work before they can be with anybody. Because <laughs> they can't be with each other. They don't need to be with nobody else until they figure themselves out. Especially about at least Marie had a drug addiction. At least, at least she had a love something happened in her life that altered her situation mm. he just prideful and just need he just need to deal i mean i think like she said he, he had a a great upbringing in life so he feel okay he had a two-parent home he went to college just in a third i think reality for him set in once he got out of college or once he actually um wrote a movie or however it transpired i don't know reality setting that he is a black man living in a white man's world that's what i feel like and up until that point of realization i feel like he felt entitled so he used her because soon as you get called on your stuff and you ain't done that self work oh it's gonna be a problem but you ain't gonna like it and i feel like that's what happened every time one of them said something it felt like a low blow because they didn't want to accept it for what it was that's a I, I agree i agree with that i think the issue is neither one of them beforehand and i'm just painting a picture because i mean who knows their story life before and after this movie but i mean this is a fictional movie but it brings awareness to the fact of I don't think neither of them were ever honest, openly honest about each other. They were honest with themselves. They well, no, I mean, what I'm saying is when you get in a relationship with somebody, you are you are very vulnerable because they're going to see the good, bad, the ugly, the, the worst of you. And it takes some maturity to accept your significant other pointing out your flaws for the betterment of you and for the sake of the relationship and because of how you are when when you do something or say something how you deal with them and how it affects that person so i think this movie or i think malcolm and marie just was never honest with each other yeah, and they, it blew up they can't have a real conversation exactly because it blew up they, because they because not all, honest with themselves well I guess in, yeah in a sense and it blew up but I mean some people can handle it and others just can't and 
when somebody point out your your flaws, it feels like an a, a, a what's what's the word I'm looking for? A beat up session on them, and it's not. It's just. I mean, when people start owning things, mm-hmm. then. Speak. It won't feel like a beat up session. It'll just be because sometimes people need to just take what people say and, and think like, okay. First of all, I had to start asking myself, like, why? What would make somebody say what they said? Because mm. obviously they said it for a reason, right? Not necessarily mean that don't automatically mean that it's you or whatever they said is valid or whatever they said is what it is. But they said it for a reason. So I all oh, that's the first thing I always say. What what would make them say whatever they said? People say I look mean, okay? I get it. <laughs> you can't fix it. But your- I had to ask myself yeah. like why are people always saying that? Cause I look mean. But at the same time, especially if a person like your significant other is telling you something especially if it's more than once twice three times okay now it's time for me to take a look in the mirror and say go down the list am i really this way am i really did i really say this and i said it done i done said it more than once i've done it more than once so now it's affecting my my partner so let me let me take a look at myself like for example um previous relationship like oh you're negative you're negative I'm like am I really negative or am I just hard on myself and speaking negatively about myself and it makes him feel some type of way or whatever the case may be so what I did was I changed my perspective my way of thinking how I did things how I said things and it worked out better for me but then once I started being positive it just kind of flipped on it it backfired on me a little bit because then now he's acting a certain way towards me because I'm not acting the same way I was prior so it's just like okay hmm maybe it wasn't me but shoot now I'm better here in this area let's let's tackle something else let's let's figure out what it really is what's the underlining of what the issues are but that was my situation um Malcolm Memories, that's a whole toxic gaslighting. <sighs> I don't know. Is it love? Was it love? No. I think there was some kind of love. I feel like there was some type of love at some point. The reason why I say no is because I don't feel like they know how to love themselves. themselves. Mm. So what they view is love is not like they really felt like the way they were talking to each other was okay like they really felt like okay I'm mad at you so they give me the right to say what I said to do the stuff I did like no it doesn't do you think that that's the type of argument that they've had previously before or like they always hid stuff under the rug and then now it just blew up because of one situation that happened that evening. I think that's the kind of arguments that they have because somebody blow up and it's like, it's not even a conversation. It's just, now it's just tip and tat. It's not an argument, really. Now it's just, oh, I'm finna say whatever I gotta say to make you feel some kind of way. 
I think it's a little bit of tit for tat competition. Ooh, and pettiness. Because <laughs> they were both petty. Definitely, they were both petty. And is there going to be a part two? I don't know. I, I, I don't think there will be a part two. But I think this is definitely a... I liked it. I personally liked the movie because it brought a lot of awareness to different... Um, aspects like self-awareness relationship awareness what goes on behind closed doors what's toxic what's not what you are willing to accept and not accept in the future um what people's going on in their lives right now i don't know i just feel like there's a lot of questions that people may have that would like to be answered or they just resonate with a lot of the things that was going on in the movie and marie gotta go though <laughs> she got to leave you know what? Really? I was like, oh, okay. He made a point of her not actually trying to um, audition for the role. But then when she came in there with that knife, I was like, oh, she gone. And then she hit him with the, that's not as real acting. Like, he didn't even know what to do. They real crazy. Will pet? She petty. She petty. That. That's the that's they normal. Like though, like they that's they normal. Yes. I, I I remember some intimacy somewhere in the mix. So yeah. Is this movie depicting what crazy love is? Now they're taking a step back to sit down, think about either what they want to fix within themselves or relationship, and how they're gonna move forward. Are they gonna stay or are they gonna? Go? I hate you. I love you. Type. I just because it's different strokes for different folks. Like true, some people for real like love that kind of stuff. Like people, they like live for that because yeah, they want they that makeup set. Argue and they want to put hands on you, and then it's like, oh, I love you. Yeah, but don't nobody have time for a roller coaster relationship of emotions and phys physicality of is, like. That's why just... I keep it keep going back to that self work. That person is, it, it, they are the emotional roller coaster. Right. So they want to take you on it too because True. you're there. You're in a relationship with them. So every time they're in the moment where they feel down, they feel sad, they feel mm -hmm. they want to make you feel a type of way. They want to beat you up because they and they feel. That's true. I, I I could agree. But one of them gotta go. And they both need therapy. <laughs> but anyway, so I yeah, think they need to go to counseling. You find two people like that and they get together and it's like... Mm. That's why a lot of the times, unfortunately, when you see people that are in domestic violence situations and they stay in it and you just be like, why? And their family members is just okay with it because they probably have tried to leave or they probably have tried to help and the person went back to them. You mm. know what I mean? So it's like, what can you do? I think after a while, they consider it to be quote unquote normal mm -hmm. um, and they're comfortable in that situation and they don't know any different after it becomes normalized to them. So they just stay. DM us at Official Handier Scandal on Instagram. Let us know your opinions and thoughts of Malcolm and Marie. And if you have any other scandals you would like for us to address or questions you'd like for us to answer, let us know. And don't forget to subscribe, share, and like.